Happy anniversary, Stephen. Happy anniversary, Erica. It's not our wedding anniversary, though, is it? It is our it's it's our anniversary observed. Did we have a talk about this already? Uh, we mentioned it, but we might as well explain it again. It sounds familiar when you said observed. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Some this is the point. This is the problem with uh, our life. Sometimes is what, what is the problem with our life? Tell is that tell. some of our conversations are just conversations, and then some of them are conversations on a podcast, and I sometimes forget which is which. Okay, you're right. That is a problem with our lives. <laughs> yeah. So why is today anniversary observed? Um, because our actual wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. uh, we got married at Gallifrey One in 2013, the day before the convention started, which was lovely. Um, but there are two sort of minor problems with that. The first being that that means every year our anniversary is at Gallifrey One, which isn't technically a problem, but for celebratory purposes it is a problem because we are always busy at Gallifrey One and don't have a chance to hang out together or do anything particularly anniversary besides just general conventioneering the other problem is that when we decided to get married in 2013 and um, figured we would do it the night before the convention started on the Thursday we later discovered what the actual date was Valentine's Day Boo! <laughs> we, are, we are not uh, we're not Valentine's Day people. No, we're not. Uh, oddly enough, uh, the Gallifrey one next year is uh, not on Valentine's Day, so technically we have that day free. It's actually the night before we leave for Gallifrey one. Oddly enough, hmm. so we'll be celebrating by packing, I guess. <laughs> packing um. and travel anxiety. I think is probably how we'll do it. Yep, pretty much. So, I mean, no offense to you if you like Valentine's Day. That's fine go ahead and celebrate yourselves but that that wasn't our thing and the fact that that ended up being our wedding date was sort of a a thing that we roll our eyes at you can always tell I could always tell how well somebody knew me when I would tell them that that was the day we were getting married because if it was like a coworker who didn't know me very well they'd be like oh that's so sweet and when I told my family members and my friends that that was the date they pointed and laughed really 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 hard so yeah. So anyway, we, you know, who wants to go out and try to celebrate on Valentine's Day? Everything's twice as expensive. All the restaurants are full. Whatever. Yeah. So. So today's the day. Today's the day. Tell us why. Because today, on this day, on this very cold day and blowy, snowy day in uh, 2014, is when you officially landed in Canada. We got to move in together. Hooray! Hooray! After a long, arduous journey. Mm-hmm. Um, some might say uh, the same kind of journey, like watching 1960s Doctor Who. Uh, <laughs> not at all. No. Um, we settled here in in, uh, in in Canada. So, um, yeah, so we sort of arbitrarily chose this day because we needed a day, more or less, right? And mm-hmm. this, this day was as good as any, don't you think? Yeah, well, I think it's actually better than most because, um, yes, we signed our wedding papers and got officially married on a different day but this is the day that we actually started our life together and this is the day i finally finally made it to canada which let's face it is the reason we got married in the first place yeah exactly (laughs) and what better way to celebrate our anniversary observed than by watching a lot of 1960s doctor who Woo! yeah Yeah, so we started with uh dimensions in time the dimensions of (laughs) time I'm not usually a pedant with these things, but I th- I feel it's very, very uh, important for me to be precise about that. The dimensions of time. Yes. Go uh, on. If, if For anybody who doesn't know what dimensions in time is, uh, go look it up. It's very, very different. Yeah. 
It's very different. But uh, this is different too, right? What did you think of this one? Episode two of the Space Pirates we're talking about here, by space the way. Space Museum. No. Space Museum. <laughs> 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 space Pirates. No, I'm being pedantic. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm still trying to get over the stupidity of the... <laughs> Of the whole reason for all of this stuff happening. Um, in the the bare moments that I can let go of, of that, I'm actually enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, good. This is this is an interesting story. So if I can if I can forget about the fact that it's complete nonsense and just think that, okay, if the idea that they don't know what they did to get themselves into the, you know, mannequin state is and then you know they're scared about basically taking any movement that's an interesting problem and um i mean really there's it boils down to the fact that you might as well just do whatever you're going to do anyway because because who knows what did it but it's also interesting that i don't know what's going on with these like blonde guys with the double eyebrows and the black <laughs> turtlenecks that's right. like you know like mini steve, steve jobses and yeah what maybe they're not turtlenecks i'm not sure um so that's interesting the i I like the sets i like the costumes i'm interested in the story i just the foundation of everything is so blasted dumb that it's uh i'm having trouble i'm having trouble just enjoying the moment do you recognize one of the um Tor, I believe, sort of the leader of the the rebels, so to speak. Do you recognize him at all? I did not recognize him, but I saw his name in the credits. It is Boba Fett himself, Jeremy Bullock. You bet, in a very early television role for him. He puts his, he puts his hands on his hips a lot because he's the one in charge. Oh, is that how it works? Maybe I'll... So. I mean, obviously I wouldn't recognize him from being Boba Fett because, duh, mask. But I did see him in the Time Warrior, so... You probably saw him in uh, The Empire Strikes Back as well, actually, because in the scene in The Empire Strikes Back, this is how this is how this is going. Because like, mm-hmm. I have no trivia for Dimensions <laughs> of Time, but I do for Empire Strikes Back. Uh, in the scene when Luke arrives on at the Cloud City there, and um, uh, the stormtroopers and the Imperial officers are taking Leia through Leia, Han, and Lando to like Vader's ship or something like that through the corridors and Luke sees him and like and then the Boba Fett starts firing at him and stuff like that and then there's a Imperial officer who like is pulling Leia away as she tries to warn Luke that was supposed to be a guy who didn't turn up for his uh uh his day on the set so Jeremy Bullock decided to put on the Imperial outfit and so he's actually seen on screen but isn't actually speaking aha that is, I feel like I've heard that story before, but probably not on this podcast. So. You've probably heard it sitting next to me telling the same story when I did a Empire Strikes Back commentary for yes. Worlds of Tomorrow. Yeah, that's probably when it was. Yeah. So I'm repeating anecdotes. Um, yeah, this is uh, interesting. Uh, what did you think about William Hartnell in the, in the Dalek in disguise? That was that was fine. I mean, he seemed he seemed very pleased with himself. Good yeah. for good for him. Yeah. It's it's silly. I preferred William Hartnell in the interrogation chair. I thought that was <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Right. First of all, the lighting was neat because it made his face look all kind of like craggy and harsh and stuff. Like, uh-huh. um, you know, it was serious business going on. And then I love love how he was just screwing with that guy as soon as he realized what kind of a chair it was and that they were able to see into his head. You know, how did you get here? And you get to see like the big penny farthing bicycle <laughs> and walruses. Walruses. 
why walruses? I love it. It's just so, I mean, this is one of the most doctorish moments I think we've seen yet is just, he doesn't care for authority and he's just, you know, basically giving them the mental equivalent of a giant middle finger. Go doctor. Yeah. And that's him. Uh, that's William Hartnell in his, uh, um, whatchamacallit, a Victorian bathing suit as well, by the way. <laughs> I wondered, the picture's not good enough to be able to tell, no. if, but it was really him. It was really him. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, that's uh, that's one episode in the books. Uh, this begins uh, a, another marathon because we like marathons at Lazy Doctor Who, which isn't very lazy at all. But um, we're going to continue on with more episodes of the Space Museum, followed by the Search is the next episode. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that can mean. Or maybe they're looking for something. They did destroy a cardigan in this. That is, that's probably the saddest yeah. thing about this. Well, the saddest thing next to the whole premise, but. <laughs> But poor, as as Barbara cardigan. said, it was a very nice cardigan. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it it was very helpful. That was actually a really smart thing to do. And it was nice that she had a nice knitted cardigan that they were able to, to pull apart and use that way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it worked. That was good. There was a little bit of bickering going on, but I can understand in this particular, under this amount of strain, knowing what's ahead of them and not knowing how to avoid it. Mm-hmm. I was all right with that. We get to see Vicky and the doctor sort of in cahoots a little bit with the doctor pretending he knows which way to go, even though it's clearly Vicky who's the one that remembers or thinks she remembers. Then later we find out she really didn't because they've been going in circles. Yeah. That's, those are the things that I noticed about it. I liked it. It was, it was interesting. Oh, good. Well, let's, let's see if you feel the same way about episode three. Okay. I think we might need a nap first. We'll see. Or caffeine one of the two we for our anniversary we decided we would semi recreate the first meal we had uh, in canada which the first meal we had in canada was at a burger king in lethbridge was lethbridge. it which doctor who connection there yes just just in title only obviously named after lethbridge stewart yeah for sure mm-hmm. uh yeah so instead we got uh slightly fancier burgers and french fries and shakes from Burgers Priest, and I am so full right now that I need to either have some serious caffeine or sleep it off. Yeah. So it might be a, uh, more than a few minutes before we get the next episode is what you're saying. Yeah. So I'm basically I'm saying, you know, don't wait the 25 minutes <laughs> plus recording time for this next one because it, yeah, it ain't coming right away. Okay. Well, we'll speak to you again. We just don't know when. Yeah. Exactly. Which I guess is the nature of this podcast. That's right. Mm-hmm. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank <laughs> you.